Well, greetings, friends, and welcome to the Gospel Underground Podcast. This is episode 91. So you're graduated from high school. KLAG College, episode one. COVID-19 and university sedition. What is that about, Kayla? I'm broadcasting live. Well, live for me and live for you. From from Lexington, Virginia, Washington Lee University, and Blacksburg, Virginia, the global headquarters of the Gospel Underground. Kayla, what is up, my girl? Not much. I've had kind of a slow day, so just got some homework done and been calling you. I had a little fun idea. I was like, you know, the borderlands between the church and culture, certainly uh, life as a university student involves them borderlands. We're going to talk more about that in our next episode, actually, of what is happening, because I think our culture is in a... Borderland skirmish of sorts, and now a Supreme Court justice has passed away. Blessings to her and her family, and now who knows what's coming in the political realm. I'm sure nobody cares about any of that where you are, Kayla. But no, of course not. <laughs> I thought I thought it'd be fun over the course of the semester, or however long thou art remaineth there. We're going semester. <laughs> <laughs> um, that we could do just like a once a month or so check in. Um, since uh, you're all mic'd up and ready to go with uh, your your gear for Zooms up there, I know I overdid it and got you a real microphone, and now you like it, right? I do like it. Oh yes, yeah. yes, and it's we can fun. podcast together, right? Yeah, and so now anyone who is watching this, listening to this, whatever, and is in one of my Zoom classes, now you know if I sound <laughs> clear, it's because I literally have a mic hidden off the camera. So well, you look fantastic. Of course, I'm biased. Uh, you look beautiful, and thank you for joining me today. Well, um, it's been how long have you been there now? Almost six weeks, something like that. I moved in the 19th, so yeah. Of August. So Of August. So five, yeah. five weeks maybe on Wednesday coming up? Yeah, we're going on to week five of classes, so. Awesome, awesome. Well, we wanted to talk to you because obviously we're still in a global pandemic. Um, we are in a college town too, so we know a little bit of Virginia Tech professors and Radford professors over there, and we know a little bit about the news of colleges and things. And so I wanted just to let everybody have an inside look at what it was like entering, right, as a first year. You call them, call them first years, right? Kind of like you, first year, you know, yeah. First year, not a freshman, your first year. At least I mean, they use both, but, but yeah, first But you year. have a campus, not a ground, so you're not all UVA-ish. Um, yes, not quite. <laughs> well, you you moved in. What what was it like with COVID nineteen? What were you required to do uh, prior to move in? Uh, I think we talked a little bit about that on our transition episode. But what was it like when you entered the campus environment? Obviously, we dropped you off, limited to two of us. Your brother and sister yeah. couldn't even come. Tell us a little bit about what that was in the initial days and hours, weeks of what what that was like for you. Yeah. So. Um, you guys were able to come up to my room, but like even the people who had like the big cards carrying all my stuff weren't allowed to even enter my room or touch anything. Like we put the stuff in the basket, the the cart thing, they rolled it up wearing gloves and masks and hoo-ha. And then they rolled the cart to my room and then we had to lift it out um, mm-hmm. and unpack everything. Um, and then, so after you guys left, um, and this is just like, something was a huge blessing. A girl showed up at my door like 15 minutes after I left. I thought she was like an upperclassman who was like on the welcoming committee or something. She was a freshman who I had actually talked to online, but like just didn't put it together. She, she told me that she was going to bring me cookies when I moved in because she moved in three days before me. And she just showed up. She's like, sorry, I don't have cookies, but here's candy. And I was like, (laughs) who are you? (laughs) Like I had no idea. 
And she was like, oh my gosh, sorry, I'm Kelly. And I was like, oh, hi. Like, um, and so I ended up having lunch with her and like two other girls right away, which was a huge, huge blessing. You know, none um, of my wrestling teammates, my freshman year brought cookies to me when we moved in. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Um, I mean, the Star Wars were excellent. Um, <laughs> and so was it just I, wide open, hang out with whoever you want? No. Or, okay. Not exactly. So it was kind of a surprise. She's in my dorm, so it was okay. The other girls were as well. We didn't get close to each other at all. Right. Um, we all went to the dining hall, and it was all takeout. So you just got your boxes of – and because – so I have really bad food allergies. I actually only just ate a banana because later in the day there was, like, an allergen tour. And I was like, <laughs> we're just going to eat what I know is not <laughs> – Deadly and so everybody's masked up. Everyone's distance. masked all the time. You go in, you are spaced out in line for the dining hall and you side, there's like dots everywhere on the ground, six feet apart. You have to stay on. We aren't allowed, to, we weren't allowed to be inside the dining hall. You had to like get your stuff and get out. They have like plastic bags. So I have plenty of trash bags for my trash can now. <laughs> um, and so we just, there's like an amphitheater right outside the dining hall. So it's like a big steps and stuff. So most people sit out there spread out. You have to stay six feet apart when you're eating masks off obviously but if you're just sitting there like you have to put them back on um i went up to the testing center right after lunch because i was scheduled to get my test done it was nice and everybody had to be ones yeah every single person came faculty included students faculty everybody got tested um and it wasn't the one where they like jam it up your brain brain. (laughs) you do it yourself they gave you the swap well like they said pick up the swap from the table you didn't touch it they didn't touch it but you just kind of stick it up there for like a minute and do each side and get some, it was pretty get easy. some stuff on it and stick it down. Yeah. <laughs> I mean like you do stick it up like enough that you're like, Oh, that's yeah. not comfortable, right. but it wasn't like a foot long. So, um, and then after that I was pretty much, I didn't see those girls again for probably two weeks. Because? Um, just because you at that point were just on your hall. So I'm on a hall with 11 people, which is tiny. Right. Even for here, that's tiny right. because we have five students who are international students that couldn't get over. So they are all, we have an exchange program with St. Andrews that's pretty strong in Scotland. And so they actually got to go there for the first semester. All so the they're all together, which is good. In Scotland. Um, and they're in, they're in okay. Edinburgh. That's so the hall yes. is Living like 11 of you guys and you kind of, you're like a crew put together. You roll We're together. what do you call a home group. Okay. So, and my RA counts as our home group is also 12 with her. And she's um, from Pakistan, right? Yes. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. But she's, she was here all, she didn't go home yeah. this year. She um, stayed, stayed the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. She usually does, but she didn't this summer. So, mm. um, we had meetings together whenever we do stuff like we would, um, for our, anything that was official, we had to go to our home rooms. So they assigned us rooms where you all were spaced out at like conference table, six feet apart. Our hall was so small that they gave us a tiny room. <laughs> which meant we could not, the maximum amount of people could not fit all 11 of us. So we had a room here, a hallway and a room here across the way and where this, we split in half. It was six and five and we zoomed each other. And that's for like, each other. that's just for like details, that, convo- like just, Hey, this is like everybody yes. together needs to have no communication, that kind of thing. Yes. So that included, um, I'm trying to think of what we had a ton of stuff. Orientation, it, like, talked honor about code. Details on classes, details on, food how do your swipes work how did anything work um and then the honor code meeting was done that way as well 
No, tell um, us a little bit honor about honor system. Excuse me. Tell us, tell us a little bit not. about the honor system. What that means. I mean, I obviously, every I will not cheat or do anything, which obviously you shouldn't. Nobody should do that yeah. in college. But you write that on your tests or whatever. But what what is Pledge, it? Yeah, yeah. What is it like there in particular? Um. So it's a really interesting system here um, that has been around for a long time, and there we're we're very proud of it. Um, yeah, like so, oh, well over a hundred years, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it is completely student run. There are no real adults, <laughs> faculty involved at all. There's no deans. There's no nothing. It's completely student run from top to bottom. Um, there is a, so we have an executive committee, which we vote on, um, members of that every year. Kind of like election. Um, you're going to represent your class in the honor mm-hmm. system. So right? like we just had our elections for our freshman representative results came back like yesterday, um, for that, but Basically, the way it works is there's no code. There's no official, like, rule book that stuff you can't do. It's kind of open-ended on purpose, mm-hmm. um, which is a little stressful, but it's mostly good. Um, so everything you do, you're res- expected to do with honor. And so that means that means that your tests, your quizzes, your papers, everything, no plagiarism, no nothing – um, no cheating on anything, no stealing things from anywhere. Like it's <laughs> no taking um, somebody's bike. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll give you a funny example in a minute of how it came up. Um, but if you, sus- and it's a community effort. Right. So if you suspect someone of breaking the community's trust is basically what it is. Um, whatever you interpret that to be. Um, then you first, you need to like talk to that person. You don't just go rat on them because there's miscommunications. So, um, but then if you still feel like there's an issue, then you would report it to the executive committee board. Um, and they will do a completely private hearing. Um, there, it will not get out to the public at all. Like no one on campus will know if there's an honor system violation being investigated. Um, and they put together an investigation team made of EC members who will go and investigate and look into this violation or not or whatever. Yeah. Um, if I won't, I could go on for a while yeah, through the yeah, whole process, yeah. but basically it's, um, it gets determined by the EC or not. If you are guilty, um, you have a chance to appeal if you want, but that means there is a public trial with student jury that mm-hmm. it would become known to the entire campus. Um, and, but there's no, there's no strike one. It's strike one. You're out. Right, um, right. if you are convicted, then you are kicked out. And, um, and rather than some kind of inquisition, this is just more of a way of community that we're here. We're going to conduct ourselves with civility, yes. honor, integrity. Uh, and, and the beautiful thing that I've seen and heard from you is that that's the way the place is. Right. Yeah. And like, even in the process, like they're not trying to get anybody. Right. That's not the goal. And they've, I mean, like there's students who they're not lawyers, like that's the wrong word, but they're basically <laughs> like little lawyers who yeah. go and like help you with your case. And like, <laughs> we elect those two that are all students to help you throughout. But like, for example, I took my geology quiz. It was open for four days. It was on a, just a Google, I mean, a Word doc that she put in Canvas and said, okay, like take it in one sitting and pledge at the top. And you can do so it. I took it in my dorm room. I studied for two hours want. and then put my books away and took the quiz. Yeah. Um, and that's how it is. Or people will just leave their laptop out all the yeah. time. Um, or even like, so we were walking on a bridge, me and a couple of friends, and I saw a $5 bill on the ground. And I was like, hey, like, what am I going to do? Like, what do I do with this? And my RA was like, just put it on the side. So if someone comes looking for it, like it's easy to see. 
And so I just left the five dollar <laughs> bill there. Like that's just how it is. Awesome. And usually that honor uh, code, everyone signs the same book and has for hundreds of years. We have thing. signed the book. Yeah, but it wasn't like everyone together at once, come no. up freshman class, all signed together. It was more like yeah, they tried that and they didn't think it through. They put it outside and had us line up and they were like, this is not a good plan. Hold on. Sorry. This is breaking way too many community guidelines with COVID. Yeah. So they stuck it in the library and had it for a week out and, scheduled and you were expected people. to go sign it. Yeah. And if you don't sign it, you don't agree. Then like you can't be there. Are basically admitting. Yeah. You yeah. To, you, yeah. I don't yeah. want to be there. Well, COVID started great, right? You had yes, pretty much no cases. Well. Everybody quarantined beforehand. There was one case that they found in the initial screenings of a student and one of a faculty member, both of which were easily taken care of. No problems. The few close contacts there were, were I think in the same like group. So they all knew exactly who they were. They quarantined. They're out. One of the guys in my Latin class who was quarantined for two weeks, he's fine. Um, okay. And that was great for like two weeks. We were doing great. And then somebody decided to throw some parties or something like that. Or <laughs> Parties have been happening since day one, okay. apparently. Yeah. I wouldn't know. I'm yeah. on a sub-free hall with my innocent little people who go to bed at 11. Like, <laughs> so, we're very so, chill. Sub-free hall is, is me. every hall there is sub- substance-free. Yes, but you guys also agree that you're not going to be drinking and doing drugs at all. Outside uh, of yeah, hall, ever. Right. Yeah, we, we have our own hall movie nights that are yeah. already reserved at the theater Movie for night, rager. We don't do anything else on yeah. Friday nights. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so that was going on from the get-go. Um okay. Kind of like a on the down low, people knew stuff was happening, and then all of a sudden, some. I mean, positive I wouldn't say tests. that much on the down low, but yeah. yes, yeah. um, safeish. We'll yeah. put it that way. Um, and then there was a gigantic one. I guess it was last week. Yeah, last weekend on Saturday, and that's when and you had that these clusters of people who are positive. Everything went went to garbage. And now it's like you guys have a green, yellow, red. You're almost red, but not red. So you're kind Yeah, of... so they moved us within the first week up to mid-yellow. There's three zones of yellow too, apparently. <laughs> they moved us to mid-yellow because they were like, you guys are not complying with guidelines. People weren't wearing their masks all the time. They weren't distancing enough. Just it's just stuff like that. Right. Um which I mean, like you saw, it wasn't really really, really bad, but like it was enough yeah. that they were concerned. Um and then and it, it's not the freshmen because they scared us from day one. Being and you like, guys are, if y'all not, don't, yeah. you're on campus. Together, Some then, of the upperclassmen are off campus or, you know. Yeah. So seniors yeah. are off campus. And then also like the sophomore apartments and junior housing and stuff like people are in and out all the time. You weren't supposed to go for the first two weeks in and out of other people's houses. Mm, and so that okay. was like, a, I mean, like it's hard. Right. So there were some issues with that. Um, but so after the two weeks, they kind of like loosened up. They said, you WNL students can go amongst different houses. Like we've been bubbled in. Not that we still couldn't have it, but that like it's safer. Yeah, 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 yeah. So then the big party happened and a bunch of well, three cases appeared. They um were a couple different grade levels and they were confirmed to all be connected. Okay. Um, and then through the grapevine, everybody found out because it's a tiny school and you find out <laughs> things real quick. Um that it had to connected with some of the Greek life stuff on campus. So a lot of, some of those organizations are now all in quarantine entirely. Uh, um, and then that's when the parents start, we got their notices of this is happening, looking at the dashboard. I think most yes. universities have dashboards and things like that. So they immediately were like, okay, we're going to test 400 people. Like we're just going to test yeah. a whole bunch. Um, and they found three more cases not connected to the first three the next day. And they, we were like, 
oh goodness, because that's a lot of connection points and that's a lot of close contacts. Because they're doing um, super, that, super, super job in contact tracing, things like that, yes, right? Yes, that's, if you've been that's really them, been their yeah. number one thing. So the tracing has been like very intense. Like you have to write down anyone you think. And like they define a close contact. Like if I just like walked down the hall with someone, we're masked, we're not close together, it doesn't count. But right. if like there's a girl in my hall, we've basically decided, we're like, yeah, okay, we're essentially roommates the amount of time we spend together. So if you have it, I have it. But like, <laughs> That kind of thing, like those kind of close contacts that you're with all the time. Okay. So now, um, so now what, yeah. what is the state today? And obviously I know you've, you don't want to come home cause you're, even though, I mean, I got to admit, just thinking back on college experience, walking around with masks, being distance, not being able to hang out, not be able to go to things. That's just really not, you can't go to football games. I mean, there is no football. There are games. no football games. <laughs> uh, there are no soccer games to go to or watch or anything. So that's, yeah. that all kind of, to me, sounds like a bummer, man. Like, oh, freshman year stinks, but you're, you're having a great time and you don't want to come home, right? I definitely don't want to come home. It's, I mean, it's like, dad and your little brother. You don't want to be back with, right? <laughs> no, it's not, not that. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, I like, I, I miss you guys, but yeah. yeah, I really don't want to come home. I have started really getting, I'm in uh, the school play, uh, <laughs> <laughs> which has been just an incredible experience, even though acting in masks, trying to stay six feet apart, do not recommend. Yeah. And our director's favorite word is distance. Every time we get close <laughs> to each your, other. That's your direction. <laughs> distance. Yeah. yeah. Literally, it's all the time. We're like, yeah. distance, especially in the last scene. We're going to literally split our, because it's everyone's together. And so they're going to potentially, we don't know for sure, because we're filming it. We're right. filming the entire thing. Um, and it'll be streamed, which I'm super excited about. Like, they've got five different pro cameras that they just bought. <laughs> and it's going to be super fancy. And yeah. like, I just can't wait to see my wig. But um, they're again, we have a blue screen. Not a green screen because our costumes, some of them are green, but we yeah. have a blue screen that they might film half the cast in the background. And then superimpose back then, in to keep distance. Yes. Oh and then gosh. have all of them leave and have the people who are like speaking <laughs> and like in the front film their part and then they'll combine it. You'll be like, you're acting with like a CGI character. Like it's not there. You're like talking to Gollum who's not there. So, but, but all this weirdness. Um, yeah. it's, you would say it's still a really positive, uh, social experience being away, being in the, in the college yeah. setting. It's, it's worth it. Yeah, it is. I mean, like people are creative. I found like a lot. I love all my classes, honestly. I really, and some really of your classes it. are fully zoom. Some of yours are in person. Some are outside. It's kind of a hybrid, right? I mean, your boot camp yes. class, which your PE class where they're making you work out and puke almost is Almost. outside and in masks <laughs> and in masks it's lovely we, we're living our best lives. it's like crossfit um, with no weights guys just listen out there yeah it's it's intense yeah. um so that is fully in person still but we have a relatively biggish class by big for all of you at home that's 22 like yeah. that's not big yeah. but for us it's huge yeah um <laughs> and so he already had us divided into two groups by skillish level right um and so those groups, he now just has us meet in different locations, which yeah. is sad because I miss the people in the other group. They're yeah. awesome. Like we got along really well and I've got friends in the other group, but it happens. Um, so that has been good. Like I, if you've seen the Benny picture of the school, you've seen the colonnade. So I ran around that 10 times the other morning <laughs> in the rain with bear climbing, bear crawling up the hill in between. Like it was fantastic. Um, and you're also, so that, you're also in person for Latin and ge ge geology yes. as well. My or? geology class is fully hybrid now. Okay. Um, it was all in person. You have 17 people again, bigger for here. Um, we are now down to eight people in person <laughs> because of quarantine. quarantine. Yeah. yeah. 
and close contact tracing that they're in quarantine or their roommates are in quarantine. So they can't come back till they get results of their roommates or something like right. that um, and stuff. So that we have one person confirmed who is not coming back in person. So we will remain hybrid for the rest of the year. Okay. We're figuring out how to do labs because usually we get in vans, vans that have shower curtains in between each row. <laughs> to Only go, one person per row. Because this is in Rockbridge County where natural bridges, there's lots of geological formulations. So go to class in, in them hills, right? A lot of rocks. Yeah, we have four-hour lab on Wednesdays. <laughs> so we just go out in the woods yeah. and look at rocks all yeah. the time. Yeah. Um, but so it's weird, like, she canceled on Wednesday because things were starting to get crazy with people dropping out. And she's just like, I don't know how we're going to do this. And people necessarily weren't comfortable right. in the vans with, even with masks and shower curtains and all the hoo-ha. <laughs> um, so she went out by herself with her dog, my professor and like, did you achieve yourself? This is the rocks we would have been looking at. And then here's this, this is what a tree is that has calcified root. Like it was the cutest thing. Oh, um, but so she's, working on figuring out how to get at least some of us to be able to go in the field. And then maybe we'll be the ones making the awkward selfie videos for our classmates who are stuck in their rooms There you go, um, or something like that. So it's just kind of figuring it out. My Latin class, like you said, on is outside in a tent um, <laughs> spread out with masks on. And that's been going well, but again, that is a lot more weather related too. Yeah. And it's going to be um, getting colder probably. Yeah. So we have already done some classes in a hybrid model where, or not a hybrid model in a zoom setting. So we were able to go back and forth between the two really easily for that class. And we're already primed and ready to go if that has to happen Yeah. Um, for any reason, whether that's weather, COVID, whatever. Yeah. Um, and then the rest of my classes, the other two are, are fully zoom ready. So nothing's changed with those at all. All right. Well, we're glad you're there, but Kayla, I got to talk to you about something. You're at Washington Lee university. We're going to, we're not going to talk about the name today. Cause obviously that I, I know it's a controversy on campus. They're discussing yeah. changing the name. Um, maybe on a, another Kayla in college episode, we'll talk about that, but you're at the sixth oldest university in the country, ninth ranked national liberal arts university, about 1900 ad- undergraduates, 51% dudes, 49% women. And you guys are training people. People to overthrow these United States of America. Explain yourself. You bet we are. And we're teaching to the freshmen too. Um. <laughs> and for those of you out there who weren't paying attention to the news in the last couple of weeks, uh, apparently uh, Breitbart.com, which is uh, kind of on the right side of things politically, and then Fox News and Newt Gingrich uh, followed, Fox and Friends, I think morning television show, yeah. followed with okay. breaking the news that you guys are teaching young minds to overthrow these United States. Explain yourself. Yes. So basically we have these things called first year writing seminars where if you don't test out of like your English stuff, um, then you have to take a writing class to learn how to write a college paper and like actually function in a college class. And it's just freshmen. It's just first years. And like, but the professor has full disclosure to change I mean, the topic, they do can whatever do whatever they, they want to do. Want. There's what? And do whatever topic they want. And those, yeah. those are not all just English teachers, right? They're teachers from all the departments all of the it. university. Yeah. Well, yeah. And so there is everything from like animals and favor fables. There's <laughs> gender and sport, looking at women in sports. There is, I'm trying to think, there's a Queen Elizabeth one that I really couldn't get into, but I really wanted to get into. <laughs> Elizabethan um, politics or something like that or... It was literally just the life and love Queen Elizabeth. Yeah. That was all. Like, it was just, oh, I want to take it <laughs> right, so bad. But, right. um, I mean, like, literally anything could be a topic. 
Um, and there's one about rocks. There's a geology one. Like there's literally anything pretty much. And they're all really interesting. So one so, of them is called, it's, I, it's, I think it's just called overthrowing the state. How to overthrow the how state. To, how to overthrow. <laughs> yes. Writing per- so persuasive essays on rewriting history and, uh, and confronting memory. Go ahead. Yes. So I have friends in this. I have guys in that on my class. wall in this class. Right. So when we first saw the news, we were cracking up. I mean, this cannot be because they're in the class. They're in the class. They are. So they're reading manifestos. They're reading all sorts of different things. Looking at all the, the first manifesto they read was the Declaration of Independence. Well, absolutely. If you're going to uh, start a new country and overthrow the government, yeah. George Washington certainly was involved with uh, the successful, maybe good attempt at doing that. And then your other namesake was uh, unsuccessful and a less, uh, a worse, a, an unsavory attempt. Yeah, not a, tre- a good treacherous one, perhaps. Um, but yeah, we'll leave that there. Yeah. But so anyway, they are learning. I mean, like they're they're looking at communist revolutions. They're looking at anything and everything in between. All um, over the world from different cultures of people who yeah. are trying to do revolutionary things. So part of what they're wait, writing wait, wait. to yeah. practice their writing skills is they write a manifesto and they can pick anything. So I have one friend who picked um, like old Spain, I think, like some <laughs> ancient time in Spain. I don't know exactly. And another one did the United States now. Like mm. what would be something to like, change now or like what would you want to add to the constitution like something like that um and so there's a wide range of people in the class of all different political viewpoints persuasions stuff. viewpoints yeah. yeah but the point of the, the class is to learn how to write right. <laughs> the class is a and writing then, class right it's, it's not a, a writing seminar that's what it is it's not a polit- political revolution creation no. class but you know that doesn't sell as well i suppose hey look i yeah. you know there there are left left leaning people in the world. There are right leaning people in the world. Washington Lee's not known as the most uh, left leaning place on the earth. I mean, it's probably pretty middle ground there. Republican, Republican Senator John Warner of Virginia. There's a street named after him on campus and he's an alumni. Apparently. Um, I thought your president did a great job answering this. He He wrote the parents, he wrote things saying, Hey, look, this is what it is. This wasn't what it isn't. Do you think, you know, someone who might be open to some maybe conservative vision of, of life and in governance and self-governance and democracy, do you think this is helpful to the conservative cause for these right wing people to be acting like this over this class? <laughs> no. I mean, on, cam- on campus, what was the attitude to, to, towards these things? Well, okay. The attitude on campus was because we've gotten a lot of media attention from the left, um, so more leftist news sources, I'll say, um, about our name controversy and things like that. And then now we're getting more right wing <laughs> controversy. So we were like, great, we're the school everybody hates, but we love us, so it's okay. Um, and um, but the reactions were just and like I, like my friends in the class, there's one who's pretty left in there, and then there's some of us on my hall who are in, in the same. We're on the group chat together, like send each other the articles. We're finding the videos, the Fox News, right, right, that. right. Um, and like even the right wing people were like, what is <laughs> yeah. like, this? Is just dumb like do they know what do they know how to read do they know how to ask people what they're doing right um and then just like the onslaught of just like my whole class has a group shot all 400 some of us and we were just cracking jokes like nobody's business the freshman class what the freshman the freshman class yeah the whole freshman class there's only like 459 of us or something um and we were just we just took it as humor yeah. And no one took it seriously. It was just like, this is absurd. And everyone knows it's absurd. 
Um, and I think after reading the president's email out, which I think President Dudley did a fantastic job dealing with it, we realized some more seriousness of it because the some people who have been connected to the university and like the professor and stuff were receiving threats that we weren't aware of. Yeah. Um, which was just sickening because it was like, this is what we're going to yeah. fight about. This is what we're going to attack people I, about. I think it gets to the heightened political division in the borderlands of our culture, right? Between those yeah. kind of warring groups now that are the far right and the far left are certainly not, uh, amicable in any kind of way. Um, and the university as a whole has kind of earned this reputation of being a place of leftist propaganda um, because there's plenty of evidence that... Universities the, in general. Yes, yeah, universities. Yeah. Not your university in particular, but universities in general, the percentage of people who vote a certain way is yeah. massive. It's not even close to being uh, even-minded. And yeah. so I think because of that, you know, the folks on the right go with these stories without looking at them because of their preconceived biases and notions and unfortunately yeah. run, run too far. And you know, the professor, it seems like he's a, a, a South American revolution scholar. So that's what he would teach yeah. uh, whether he's a communist himself, that's his business. Um, and obviously there are people of all uh, beliefs, ideologies on a university campus. Yes. And certainly those who are navigating it want to be thoughtfully engaged there. And I think that was what uh, the point of engagement, with different uh, viewpoints and ideas and not discriminating against certain viewpoints and ideas, which um, I think, you know, the conservative students, the liberal students uh, should treat each other with honor and respect. Um, And I think I've seen that from what you've reported uh, from your university. I mean, it's nowhere near perfect. And especially in a a time of heightened political emotion, I would say there's definitely, even amongst like the people I'm closest with, there's, definitely been strong disagreements um but the fact that we can resolve those in a civil way even if that's just well we're not going to change each other's minds here so let's go to dinner um (laughs) yeah together I've, i've seen those moments which i've just been really grateful for that i am here in a place where like i feel more comfortable speaking up about what i believe and not all of those conversations are comfortable um they're not going to be they're not supposed to be but i feel like there's more of a balance here and everyone understands that like you deserve to be here. And so if that's the case, then in classes, then like you deserve my respect for just existing, yeah. um, which is something that I think we lose a lot when it comes to politics. And so I've, I've appreciated that it's, there's definitely been, there's been drama. It's <laughs> college campus um, yeah. and related to politics, but Overall, I'd say the experience has been really, really positive. And one of the things your school is known for as well is the mock convention. Every uh, time we elect a president, your school runs a huge mock convention of the party that's not in power um, and has been very successful in predicting who the nominee will be. Not this year. Got it wrong. Not this year. I think you guys, they picked Bernie Bernie Sanders, but it was Biden this time. Um, And I'm sure your senior year, you'll get to be involved. I'm excited that that uh, everyone's (laughs) like, you're coming in at the best time because being a a senior during MockCon, you get to be involved so much more and get to do just a lot more. The so question really is, will you be it. predicting uh, who will run for the Democrats or the Republicans? I guess we will all have to wait and see. Yeah, who knows? Well, good luck in the next few weeks when uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg's seat is debated and uh, whether what right and left do on that. The thing is, yeah. uh, we are citizens, right, of another kingdom. 
uh, we have a higher allegiance, which means we're committed to love God, love neighbor, and love our enemies. Image of God in every person demands respect. And that's what we bring uh, to these discussions in various places of uh, whether it's intellectual learning, down the street, uh, on the soccer pitches, wherever we might roll with others. That is our our way of life is to be uh, uh, servants of the most high God and not simply of the most high office of the land. Anything you got for us as we close here, Joy, from your college correspondent room with your nice shiny microphone looking beautiful with your uh, dorm room set up there? I like your background lights. Those are pretty cool on the wall there. Thank you. <laughs> um, I I would just say, like, I just appreciate prayers. Like, it's a really stressful time. It's it's really hard navigating, like, the social scene as well because, like, you want to connect with people but you're not supposed to, but then some people still are. And it's like a lot of emotions with that. Um, And just like, we really don't want to go home. Yeah. And a lot of people, like, we just really, really want to be here no matter what that means. Even if that literally means we're all virtual, like we'll take it. Yeah. Cause there's still like, you can still go on a three person walk in the woods. Like there's other things to like figure it out. Um, And so I think there's just like so much stress about that and the implications of like what that would mean for what's already rolling. Um, and so, yeah, just prayers for just kind of peace and just like wise decision making from the COVID committee um, and that just like the right decisions get made. Yeah. Whether that means sending us home or not, like that's not my call. Yeah. But just that they really take into account as many factors as possible. And, and what that, it means like, to it, you guys to be there. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Well, I think in this time um, of pandemic, it affects everyone. It affects uh, our work, our jobs, many people without jobs, challenges financially, challenges for young kids in school, teachers, public schools, yeah. private schools, university students. I think uh, there's not a, un, a, ch- a seat in the world right now that doesn't have unique challenges. And so um, all of us, I think, um, don't know the stories of the people that are living, walking next to us in our towns and our cities. And I do think kindness is the path uh, because all of us, not, not one human being is exempted from either inner or physical or actual or manifest or terrible suffering uh, as we travel in this life. And people need grace. The grace of God in Christ is a wonderful message today for those who need to know they're accepted, they're loved and forgiven. Even as we travel through the, as the Bible says, as the valley of the shadow of death. Hey, Kayla, thank you for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's just fun. Give you the last word? You don't want to do that. I talk too much. (laughs) Well, we're playing our outro music, so last word is yours. You got about 15 seconds. God bless you guys, and just stay firm in your faith because it's the only thing that's constant right now. Kayla Joy, the constancy of God on the college campus. Good word. The Gospel Underground is a production of The Gospel Underground in partnership with the Bonhoeffer House. Review us on iTunes. Five stars are acceptable. Send your comments, feedback, any questions you have, anything you have for the college scene. We might do this again in a month, Kayla. I look forward to it. Send those questions to info at gospelunderground.org. We are a dialogue taking place in the borderlands between the church and culture, on them campuses, on them streets, in them shed quarters. We're out. Peace. Peace. Love you, Joy. Love you too.